Hello and welcome to today's episode of Pub Chat. I'm your host, Colin Equist. I'm here with uh, the entire Pub Chat family, Adrian and the sexy intern. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Taylor Cole is joining us again. She's. This has been a while since you've been on Pub Chat, hasn't it? Probably almost two years. Uh, a year and a half. Yeah, at least a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Before I was here, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, before you were around, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so today we're drinking Palliser, Palliser Porter from Bushwhacker, and we're going to talk plastic surgery. Which is a way to tell me. Which, yeah, we're going to see where that goes. We're going to blame Taylor. Not in this day and age. <laughs> Everybody's got Reduce it. the stigma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no where you're kidding. Joan Rivers just died. I think it's good timing. You know what? That is a good point. And I, I mean, timely. I'm sad that she died, but she was a plastic surgery queen, and she didn't hide it, so that was nice. You know that Joan Rivers is like that. She's she's such an icon of plastic surgery, and people made so much fun of her. But when she died, I think a lot of people were surprised that she was 81. Oh, they're like, oh, <laughs> she, for 60, like she does, she looks pretty bad. But no, for 81, she looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I still think like Michael Jackson had worse. Oh, so surgery. much worse. Botched. Have you ever been to the Bushwhacker Brewery in Regina? I have not. You've not? Been to Regina. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. Um, I haven't been to Regina either. Been through it. Oh, well, I mean, we Everybody's stopped for gas. Everybody's been through Regina. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Regina jokes. Well done. Uh, yeah. uh, so the brewery's been open since 91. Been wow. around a long time. That's long pretty time. impressive. Uh, it was... Canadian that went over to Germany for a year and fell in love with kind of the beer culture over there, came back to Canada and realized that Canadian beer sucks. Well, especially and, in 1991, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, in the early 80s, they were trying to get brew pub legislation out uh, in uh, Saskatchewan because they didn't want to be the last province to have a brew pub. Um, so they <laughs> so they allowed two brew pubs, one to Regina, or sorry, two to Regina and two to Saskatoon. Um, but they also allowed off sales at these sites. So they didn't become brew pubs. They became off sales for people that wanted to make money, and they only brewed malt extract. Basically, they brewed kits at Ooh. their brew pubs, so it wasn't actually good beer. That blows. Yeah, I just don't. The thing I don't understand about that, and it's obviously some weird legislation discrepancy, is why they're allowed to sell anybody's beer and not just their yeah. own. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I, I have no idea. But it took uh, a couple of years later, so the guy who founded Bushwhackers applied for one of those licenses and didn't get it. Um, but he applied for one later and convinced them to change the legislation that you could open a brew pub if you didn't do off sales, if you wanted to. And Bushwhacker was born shortly after. Huh. So they brew nine, nine beers year-round. This is one of them. And they, they do about 20 seasonals. Like there are nine on their firm roster that are yeah. all year round. Wow. That's pretty good for Canadian, uh, for Canadian craft brewery, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> get your nose right up in Let there. me just get a little foam on my nose. <laughs> Been there, done that. So <laughs> oh yeah, so many times. I, you know what's the most embarrassing is when that happens at Barley Brothers. Because I, when I, every time I'm at Barley Brothers, what's somehow, embarrassing is when you're there. Well, it's, it's <laughs> embarrassing being there, but it's even more embarrassing when I go there and I'm like, I've got my flight and I'm like, Smelling it, and then I just <laughs> snort up a good nostril full of, <laughs> of beer. Stout. Yeah. Like, like, oh. Snorting up the beer. Yeah. It's the new way to ingest alcohol. Snort. Yeah. Actually, that's probably the fastest way to get drunk. Through your bloodstream, right? <laughs> that makes it arguable. I guess, maybe. Yeah. Well, those are those people who... I mean, if you want to try it, I'm yeah. not going to stop you. But. <laughs> but that's not what I was going to say, for sure. Yeah. You can. 
It smells like it's a little bit of dried fruit. Yeah. Pretty roasty. Some, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really roasty. It's really roasty. Some chocolate and be like yeah, a lot of coffee and. What's the ABV on this? Uh, and craisins. Craisins. <laughs> um, don't know. I think it was like five or something like that. None of their stuff was really out there. Okay. I, five point seven. I've got a rate beer says five point eight. So there's a discrepancy there. Great. <laughs> uh, I was actually just at Bushwhackers uh, when we drove back from Edmonton. We stopped in to have dinner there, and I was able to do a flight of fifteen what? and try every beer on tap. That's incredible. So, so is that like their nine regulars and then a, and then and six then, seasonals? Yeah. And it's all their own stuff. Yeah. That's, That's pretty impressive. impressive. So it was impressive. The beers weren't so impressive. Okay. There was some there was some good stuff. Like I really like the porter, which is why I bought four bottles and brought it back. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure no Canadian craft brewer has fifteen amazing beers at once. No, yeah. exactly. And they had they had quite a few like lagers, pilsners. Like I think there was seven lagers. Oh wow! Yeah. That's and a none lot. of them were box or anything like that. They were all very low end. Okay, so they had one lager. <laughs> they, with they seven different they, names. They actually had one really nice pilsner that I brought back too. Okay, um, hmm. but I mean, for the most part, I wasn't a big fan of their IPA. The brown, the brown ale was really nice. Huh. And then they also did a they did a blend of I think it was the porter and the brown ale, which was surprisingly good. But this is really nice. Yeah, it's really chocolatey. It's not super. Uh, it's not super heavy, but no, so. no, and uh, that's kind of what I like. Why I like it because there's not many porters on the low end, like of the body scale, that have this much flavor. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, for the yeah. for the uh, for the lightness of it, it's got it packs a lot of a lot of flavor. I like it, and it's really dark. And usually, I don't like dark beer. So, in case anybody who doesn't drink a lot of beer, uh, dark beer anyway. Uh, so the name of Bushwhacker, um, I guess they're all skiers. It sounds a little bit rude. So, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 become, they became known as the. <laughs> Once you think of it, right? Well, they could be doing yeah. a favor. So, the term bushwhacker is a skier who makes their own trails. Right? Yeah, See? all right. Why didn't they just call it Trailblazer? Because <laughs> that's a Chevy truck. Probably already taken, right? Sorry, taken. <laughs> I'm, guess I'm guessing that's why they spell it with two K's, is there probably something else called Bushwhacker that they would probably have to uh, that might fight, be. For, fight for? I don't know. Yeah. could see it. I don't know, though, because if I was Bushwhacker with one K and a company opened with Bushwhacker with two K's, I'd probably still sue them. Wouldn't it be that's CK? Fair. It'd be CK, because otherwise it'd be Bushwaker. And that would be funny. <laughs> well, it is like two K's. It is two K's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just think about that one for a second. That's a move. That's a what? That's a move. A move. Yeah. <laughs> the bush waker. <laughs> <laughs> Saskatchewan surprisingly has a pretty good beer scene though. Um, they just opened their, their first uh, private liquor store, so they already have a bigger selection than Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into it and. Spent quite a bit of money on some beers that, that I never thought I would see there. Well, I bought St. Bernardus 12. I bought hey, Rig- I bought, in Saskatchewan? I bought Rigamortis. They have that in Saskatchewan? <laughs> yeah. Quad City. We have none. Yeah. Wait, was this in Saskatoon? Sas- this, this was in Saskatoon. Which one's Regina. Nira? Regina. Yeah. Regina's, Saskat- Regina's five, Saskatoon's eight and a half. Yeah. Okay, but Regina has fancy beer too, right? Oh, or yeah, no, they do. Too. Um, I'm not entirely sure. On their liquor store situation? Because the ones in Saskatoon are co-op stores. Yeah. Right? Um, 
but I know some of the some of the breweries that do sell off sales. I think they do have a say of kind of what they can sell. How many breweries are in Regina? Three. Holy shit! I think. Yeah, they're doing not too bad. Oh, but one of them's that like one of them's like Great Western. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, whenever you guys want to go to the sketch one, <laughs> I'd be up for a road trip. Right, road trip. Yeah. Road trip to Regina. That's the best place to go on a road trip. Saskatoon Saskatoon is actually a fun city, though. So the extra two and a half hours is worth the drive. And I think it's prettier, right? Oh, yeah, it's much nicer. You're telling me it's worth the drive to Saskatchewan. Well, if you're going to go to Regina or Saskatoon, Saskatoon is worth the extra drive. Keep in mind that you could drive to it's Fargo. Like yeah, but, you can make, but you can make so many Regina jokes. I know, keep it's in, so keep, easy. But you can still make those in Saskatoon. Or when you drive through. Be more creative with Saskatoon jokes. You gotta think more, right? Regina's easy. Saskatoon. <laughs> and Sask- I think that's the only one. That's, that's the one. That's, that's, the that's one. it. That's it. Nothing will top that, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the nuts as far as... Uh, <laughs> But Saskatoon has quite a few breweries. Paddockwood, Prairie Sun, they're opening what, Rebellion. Rebellion, Rebellion is opening in Regina, I think. Oh, is it Regina? Okay. I think so, yeah. But, and mm. then there's, I think there's another brew pub in Saskatoon. But they also have quite a few good beer bars there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the cult, it seems like the culture just, you know, is better. There's, there's one bar in Saskatoon, I can't remember the name of it, where they, every Friday night or Saturday night, they bring in three casks. Mm-hmm. And you, when you when you walk in, you can buy tickets, or you can get tickets for the cast to buy a, buy a pint from it. But you have to finish the first cask before they open the second one, and you have to finish the second one before you open the third one. So if you want that third one, which I'm sure is always like the Imperial Stout or something like that, yeah, the one that you really want, you have to drink enough of the first two to get there. Ah, okay, but you don't. If I walk in and they're halfway through the second cask, I can still have the third. Yes, but I mean, but I, but I mean, like the thing is, you could show up at midnight and everybody's thinking the same thing, and the the first one's still on the go. Yeah, I guess that there is a certain level of not everyone can kind of play the same game there. No, somebody's got to be no, but somebody can be selfish. (laughs) Somebody's got to be selfish (laughs) as long as not everyone's selfish. Well, I don't know what's not selfish about just drinking a whole ton of beer together. (laughs) I know one of my uh, brother's ex-girlfriends was from Regina, and she worked at one of those brew pubs, but I guess it was like a bar as well or whatever, and I remember she told me about that, I'm like, so they brew the beer, and then they sell the beer yeah. in the bar, and, I, and she's like, yeah, I mean, Manitoba is so different, and she's like a real hippie and stuff, and I'm like, they have you in Saskatchewan? Like, I thought hippies were like, Wolseley, and that's it. Like, <laughs> Manitoba. transplanted. Yeah. She, she was the only one they kicked she's her like, out. She's like, yeah, Winnipeg's like so much different for liquor laws. I'm like, well, I guess maybe that's the only thing that we're not much better at, so... I would say we're the only Not Canadian, much better at football. We might be the only Canadian <laughs> no, province that doesn't have a group of. I think we are the I think last, so, yeah. Yeah, well, because, I mean, it was basically... I mean, we had River City, like, years ago, but... Yeah, and I, it seems to me that Manitoba... I mean, and it, it would be legal to have a brew pub, but we're still a little yeah. stunted yeah. in that. Yeah, And I, I think, because Manitoba and Saskatchewan were pretty much the two remaining provinces last, that were so, doing really yeah. poorly, and now Saskatchewan has made leaps and bounds, and we're still... We had yeah. the new gap. We're slow and steady, guys. <laughs> slow and steady. Well, no, slow. just slow, just I think. Slow. <laughs> but we're consistent, so. <laughs> that's good. Consistency. Well, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Do, okay, what's with Saskatchewan people in drinking Pilsner? I have no um, idea. 
Pilsner like the style or Pilsner the beer that just says Pilsner on it? I think Pilsner the beer that's it says, says Pilsner. Pilsner on it. What's the what brewery makes that? Every time I see that, is I'm it like, Great Western? That's what I'm thinking. I think it's. I don't. Know, there. I don't. I don't. It, the no, beer. I think it's Molson. Oh. It's Molson. I think so. But yeah. is it Molson under like? Is it? No, I think Molson make it and they brew it specifically for the Saskatchewan market. Kind of like we. Because it kind of like we drink standard. Yeah, which is made by. Uh, because it has so much brand power in that specific area. Yeah. I think that's right. why... I think it's a molten thing. I'm sure I read up I don't think it tastes one. very good. Huh. Alright, that's fair. Standard doesn't taste very good. And everybody, well, standard tastes like nothing, so... Yeah, well, see, that's <laughs> the thing. Is that standard, like... That, that's the reason that I actually end up drinking it sometimes, is it's standard, just like... It literally tastes like water. Yeah, <laughs> like I could drink something really awful that I really don't want to drink, or I could drink standard and not taste anything and it has alcohol in it so <laughs> but then i would just have something that at that point i'm just getting a bourbon on the rocks yeah, yeah that's probably true. i mean don't get me wrong there's the odd time at the garage where i'm drinking a standard you'll catch me there yeah that, that, that's about the only place but you won't catch him there because it's the garage exactly so you're not nobody else is going to be there <laughs> you know what at the garage they actually have um i mean maybe this doesn't do it for you but they have uh don't um, say it. Don't say it. What? <laughs> Pepper spray? Yeah, that Pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have uh, Rickard's Dark. Oh, do they? That which, doesn't do it for me. Which, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that beer was still being made. Yeah, no, Rickard's Dark no. is still around, and, and to me, that's like a just a slight step up from Fort Gary Dark. No, it's, no, it's not. You don't no, think no, so? Fort worse. Gary Dark Wait. is a much better beer. Yeah, you think absolutely. so? Really? Yeah. Oh, Guaranteed. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Rickard's Dark is way more corn syrupy. Kevin will tell you otherwise, because Kevin tells you it tastes like maple syrup, but it's totally corn syrup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. I oh, just yeah. I've only ever had it like in situations like that where I'm just tanking back a few beers and they'd have nothing, so I've given yeah. up. But I've always found the Rickard's Dark is a, is a little bit like heavier. Yeah. That syrup. Yeah, must be the syrup. Yeah. Well, should we move into the topic at hand? You guys can, yeah. Because I have no idea what we're, what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about plastic surgery, I guess. I was in the city of plastic surgery last weekend, two weekends ago. What city Las, is that? Las Vegas. Ooh. Oh, okay. Like, is that really is that the city of plastic surgery? I feel to like... work in Vegas as any as a woman, like if you want to work in the tourism industry at all, you gotta have fake tits. They all have fake No, no, tits. you don't have to have fake tits. Just you have to have tits. big tits. Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, most girls aren't, like, well endowed or whatever. Or they get fake tits anyway, because, like, why not? And uh, I made the mistake. We had a we had a girl serving us at a... Actually, we found some British boys who were like, come to our cabana. And we're like, suckers. So we went. And we're like, oh, great news. Thanks. Thanks. And I'm like, whatever. And uh, this girl was serving us. She's like, oh, I'm from Vancouver. And we're, like, talking about Canada and whatever. She's like, I've been in Winnipeg once. I'm like, how was it? She's like... Not that great. Anyway, I, I got progressively, <laughs> I got progressively drunker, and she had like really nice boobs, but like obviously fake. But I do the dumb. So are your boobs real or fake? She's like, what do you think? And she like walks away, and I'm like, I don't know. They just look so good. And she's like, oh thanks. So it's a big thing there, but you know it's not as big here. And I think part of the reason is because there's not as many surgeons, and lots of the surgeons in Winnipeg kind of botch it. I've seen some bad boobies. <laughs> Seriously. And it's not that I like just go around like looking at them. Well, it's because you ask everybody. That well, I do. Like, tits. those? You're like, those, okay, those. so those are ugly. I should ask if those are fake. Yeah, they must be. No, it's like, yeah, you can always tell on the girls here, usually, if they've got them 
if they're fake or not. So mm. I don't know. And that's I mean that's just one aspect of plastic surgery. I mean I don't. I mean I would argue that's the funnest aspect. Well, of plastic you know. surgery. Yeah. is guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the boobs boobs. in general. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so is so in that sense, like I always assumed that you know if you were that committed to having your breasts enhanced in a surgical manner that you would like go somewhere else and find someone who was very but it's not it's it. not illegal though well no no but if, if every if all the surgeons in winnipeg are that bad like and, it, and you really wanted to get them done why would you just like that was there plastic the surgery tourism like yeah no people people do go to the states but i think some of the costs associated with the states, like I think the surgery, I, like I don't actually know I should research this, but the actual surgery, I think the cost is the same, but I mean like the medication, the time off and stuff, it's just easier in, in Manitoba because you've Manitoba health, but if you go to Grand Forks or something, that's true. you know, and then and you got, you got to pay for IV, you got, and then yeah, you got to pay for all oh, your medication yeah. and whatever, so that's, that's two things, but... So you managed to offset some costs by doing and, it And also breast reduction covered by Manitoba health. And that well, I, that I understand. Yeah, that I understand. Because that's serious back problems. I see girls yeah. with big boobs, and I'm like, get that shit cut out. Like, cut yeah. it out. Like, too big. Like, too too big. Like, if if mine were any bigger than that, than what mine are, I would definitely get some some of that taken out. Because I like you you is that it's unreal the back problems you get from it. And like I've seen girls in grade twelve with hunchbacks, and I'm like, it's not a blessing. Yeah, I've, I know a, a couple friends that have had it done because. They yeah. don't have back problems. And they probably love it after. They're yeah. like, oh, I'm so free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then the flip side, fake boobs are very lightweight and they stay perky. So, so, so I don't, so, I per- personally, I don't really see the appeal. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes, okay, those are nice, but for the most You'd part. You'd like a little bit more. Have yeah. you guys touched fake boobs? I haven't, no. No, I haven't. No? No. I just have touched my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and? I mean, well, okay, my one girlfriend went to the States, she lived there for a while, got them done in Boston, came back, best ones I've seen, and the only other ones I've seen have been, like, in pictures, like, oh my gosh, so-and-so's pic- nude, nude picture got leaked, look at her messed up boobies, <laughs> um, you know, whatever it's mean, but uh, I felt this girl's, and they looked really good, and a key, apparently, to getting them done is whether you get them above the muscle or under the muscle. Now, is that, like, a cost difference, then, too? Yes, so, under the muscle... And it's also more, you have to have more time off and stuff. Oh, yeah. So under the muscle, because you know the girls get that like weird, mm-hmm. like bowl, like the skin's so tight you could just like see the implant. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's under the muscle, then your muscle kind of like covers it. covers it and it just looks Makes more sense. natural. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. So I, under the muscle I, would, is... I would think that if you're going to get fake boobs, you would want to sp- like go for the Ferrari version. Yeah. Not, not, not like, the Volkswagen like, version. Like, Don't cheap out on that, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm signing up to have somebody rip me open and shove things inside <laughs> of me. Yeah. I don't really want to be like, so, you know, does it really have to be this expensive? I'm not going to cut corners on that. No. Yeah. You know, but you're not going to go like hounding them on the final price. I mean, look at how many people have awful tattoos. Like, Good it's point. not that much different, right? And it's how permanent... cheap are people in Winnipeg? But, but, no, but the difference is... You're not that, wrong is that boob <laughs> surgery is, I mean, and I haven't looked, but I'm assuming a shitload more expensive than tattoos. Because most yeah. people most people with really shitty tattoos are $100 tattoos. That's yeah. true. Like, well, that's way less. Cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some, like, arm armbands and stuff like that or sleeves that are absolutely terrible. I'm sure they spent thousands on it, but... Yeah, but that's true. I mean, oftentimes, if you just have, like, a like a regular, 
isolated tattoo, yeah, it could be the difference between a really bad $100 tattoo or a really great $300 yeah. tattoo. The price, it's still pretty... Right, whereas what's a boob job? Oh, grand, uh, grand? my girlfriend is getting one. She's going from a B to a full C, which is, in fake boob terms, that's like a double D because they're just, like, way bigger and out there. <laughs> and she's... Under the muscle, so that's like the good way or whatever. <laughs> and she's going to one of the two doctors in Winnipeg, and it's going to be around eight to nine grand. Wow, yeah. And you know, <laughs> this is the best part. What her dad said, she was like, kind of brought it up to her dad, like, hey, like, I want to maybe, or no, she asked, she was talking about getting a tattoo. She's like, I want to get a tattoo on the back of my neck. He's like, honestly, I would rather you get your boobs done than get another tattoo. That's what he said to her. <laughs> and then she's like, and then she's like, oh, well, maybe he'll pay for part of his grad present. And I'm like, honestly, though, like, if it's going to help with whatever self-confidence, because some girls don't feel like they, like, you know, it's proportions or whatever, like, but other girls, they get it done, and then it doesn't really help with their self-confidence anyway, so, or now they're perceived, perceived differently, yeah. so, boobs, you know? <laughs> but, I don't know, this, this girl's getting it done, I think it'll be nice, but what she said, which is kind of scary, is that the plastic surgeons, I mean, they're in it for the sale, right? Like, they're yeah. making straight money off this. So she's like, yeah, I mean, the only thing was that he, he was kind of always pushing to go bigger, you know, go bigger, go bigger. But, like, I know at least three girls, women, who've gotten their boobs done and regret how large they are because they just, their boobs look like crap after just stretch marks, yeah. back problems. Because the guy's like, yeah, go go all the way. <laughs> Crank it to well, 11. I'm just going to assume probably har harder to find bras and well, bathing suits. Yeah, and right. then, like, if <laughs> they're already, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, and it doesn't look natural and hard to find clothes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't know. And <laughs> the best part is, like, okay, how do you guys think? Where do you think they put the scar? Like, how do you think they put the thing in there? Well, don't they do it underneath? I think, well, I think there's like multiple ways you can lift do it. Lift up the flap. Because they can do it in, like, in the nipple, right? Yeah. If you have a big enough nipple, they can cut your nipple off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see, you can't see Adrian's face, but it's priceless right now. They cut it off? They cut off your nipple. And then like, they... take them off. <laughs> Like a ball cap. Okay, they're like, here, nurse, hold on to these nipples for a second. I know, I don't think they can actually take them off because they're attached to shit, but they, like, pull them off, and then if your nipples are big enough, and then they can slip the implant in under, and then so, and then, but then the thing is, you have a scar around your nipple, which would look pretty natural compared to, like, under here or whatever. So, but... That is weird. But the thing That's is... Okay, right, you don't do good with this kind of talk. <laughs> but if a girl already has small boobs, chances are she's got small nipples. So that's not really, like, usually an option, an option yeah. right? So then, yeah, they do, like, a little scar underneath here, which isn't a big deal if you're already getting big boobs. They're not looking at the little scar underneath, yeah. so... I don't know. I see why girls get it, but at oh. the same time, push-up bras are good, too. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay, so that's weird. <laughs> so your nipple comes off. Yeah. Um, like... <laughs> It's like a garage door. Yeah. <laughs> the the car goes in. They get a Ferrari in there. And yeah. You're good to go. yeah, no kidding, eh? So, uh, I mean, but there's other types of plastic surgery other than breast Boob enhancement, yeah. breast reduction. <laughs> well, we're having so much fun talking about boobs. Well, I mean, if you have more to say, like, by all means. I don't. I, I was, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say, like, my dad uh, is a, he, for whatever reason, watches a lot of um, reality TV. Or not, not reality TV, but... <laughs> Yeah, poor. <laughs> he he watches these like whatever shows like Doctor Phil and stuff where oh. they they always have like these botched plastic surgery people. Oh yeah, there. and it's and you know and like and I I come home I visit my parents whatever and he's got it on in the background if he's you know if he's not watching it just the TV's on and it's like all these people the ones that always go wrong are the butt jobs. 
and it's like these and it's like these implants that end up like sliding down into their thighs what and stuff and I'm like whoa like that's just oh that is so bad that's okay so wrong have you heard about that no what why would you get a butt job I don't oh, I don't know people the some, same reason you would get a boob job yeah. I would think what to make it look have bigger? you seen Kim Kardashian yeah, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> She's got like the biggest butt ever, you know. Like b- butts it's absurd. Are in. Butts it's are absurd. In. Yeah, they, butts they, are they, in. They, they, okay. I mean, like as a small butt girl, I know butts are in. So, as a small butt girl, would you get a butt job? If I was considering any type of plastic surgery, that would be it. But really, butt, really? butt, butt, butt. <laughs> butt on the butt. Uh, I've never actually like seen one or heard of anybody who's gotten one, so I'd be like so. You want to like feel it first? Well, that and like <laughs> it's just it's not as common, right? So it's kind of like here. It's not as common, so it's kind of like, maybe they, you know, boob jobs, they probably do five a day. Butt jobs, one a year, three, I don't know. You just don't hear about it. Yeah, you wouldn't get it done in Winnipeg, that's for sure. Well, and then with butt butt jobs, it's like, you know, do some squats. Like, I I notice that my butt gets bigger when I do squats, and I just choose not to, so I can do that. Whereas you can't make your boobs grow, so, I mean. If you eat a lot of cheeseburgers, but then you grow all the way too, so. You know what, what weirds me out about butt jobs, though, is that, like, even if, you know, all stigma removed and like if they've perfected it and nobody ever, it never goes bad. You're sitting on that every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. guys sit on your wallet though. I've no, never I sat on my wallet. I don't no, sit I don't. on my wallet. I, I couldn't sit either. on my wallet. After George can stand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean that like you're sitting on it. Like that, how would that change the way you sit? Like that would. Uh, no, back, be, eh? Yeah. Like would you have back problems? Like to me that, that just, that would mess up. Like whereas, you know, breast enhancements, reductions, implants, whatever, they don't are kind of like, later, they don't... yeah, I mean, sure, yeah, maybe back problems, whatever, it's something to get used to, but, but there's not, like, constant impact yeah, all the time, point. right? Like, true. it seems to me like you'd be probably slowly mangling those implants for the rest of your life. It must be like, a, they must use, a, they can't use the same thing that they use, because no, it would it'd be different. harder, right? But, mm-hmm. like, I bet you they don't, it's probably just way harder to do, because, like, I've never really heard of people getting it. I bet you people go and say, what can you do for my butt? And they're like, honestly, I don't recommend it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's where, like, especially in the States, it seems like there's so many gone wrong. And, I mean, and that's where, like, a plastic surgeon obviously would make money on it. Well, they're dime a dozen. You can get them anywhere, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, like, two that are known in Winnipeg plastic surgeons. Like, that's about it. (laughs) And a third, a third guy, apparently. That's about it. Uh, He's underground. You look like you were going to jump in there, Adrian. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. I got nothing to say. About that. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the boobs, actually. So I was saying, like, yes. fake tits in Vegas everywhere, right? So we went to the male strip club, and I didn't really like it. Like, it felt super awkward because they were like, as soon as we sat down, they're just coming up being like, lap dance, lap dance. My one girlfriend bought me a freaking lap dance, and then they're still like, "Oh, you want to buy your girlfriend a lap dance?" You wanna... So we all bought each other lap dances, even though we, none of us wanted it. And, and we're just kind of like these guys are dancing on us, and we're just like looking away. And then they had to like grab my hand and like put it on his chest, like the, the stripper did. Like he's like, "Touch me!" <laughs> I'm like, oh, "You're so soft." <laughs> I'm like, "Did you moisturize?" Like, and then like my hands were actually slimy after like from lotion or something. I'm like, "Oh." Anyway, and then they kept coming up being like, more lap dances. We're like, no, no, we got violated enough today. Thank you. Um, but this one guy comes up, and he puts one finger under my bra, like, on the wire, and he goes like this, and he goes like, he's like, in my hair, like, you know, all, I don't know, if, like, creepy, like, breathing in my neck. And he's like, goes like this, and he's like, oh, natural. Like, he's like some Mexican guy or whatever. And I'm like, how, like, that's all you needed to do was just, like, one finger flick like that, and he could tell. So I'm like, fake boobs can never look natural right like if if that's how easy it is to tell and they made it look good but question the lap dance you got in minneapolis (laughs) 
Fake boobs or real boobs? Uh, fake. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I wasn't allowed to I touch, think, so... <laughs> I think the cheap fake, too. Like, above the muscle, maybe? Yeah. Just big. <laughs> yeah, just that one. big. <laughs> yeah, no, they look Yikes. good, though. But... Yeah, I do have to say, I ended up at this party, um, at the Marion, the, the bad side. <laughs> the Marion? Yeah, like the Marion Hotel. Oh, right. Not at right, the, right. It started at the eatery, and yeah. then it migrated... To the other side. To the bar. And it was definitely stripper night. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, I, that was probably my first, first-hand experience with, um... With fake boobs? Fake, fake <laughs> boobs. And uh, I wasn't impressed. The first time you've seen strippers? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure every time I've seen strippers, I've seen like five pairs. Yeah, no, yeah. but totally. It was, okay. And it was like, it was like five, five. Actually, when we were in Minneapolis at that strip club, the, the when we walked in, the girl on stage had like probably the biggest tits I'd ever seen. And they were perky as shit. So they were definitely Oh, fake. super fake. Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah, those were huge. Yeah. Holy shit. What I always say is like, I was like, I would totally get, and this is what actually a girl told me this. I was like, oh, you know, maybe after I have kids or something, I'd totally get a breast lift. Because, like, gravity does shit to your boobs, right? So I'm like, I would do that. I would totally get that. But apparently it's more invasive and, like, more costly and whatever to get a breast lift than just to get a boob job. So the doctor will be like, no, like, no, you don't need a breast lift. Let's just make your boobs even bigger and then that will perk them up. Like, it's like, so add more weight or whatever. So it's like, no hope. But I feel like that would just be then worse 20 years down the road. Well, it's it's a quick fix. Yeah, You can pull it out and put in a new one, though. But then what are you going to do? Put an even newer, even bigger one in? No, you don't, you can Stretch just... Stretch them even more. After a certain... Like Those after, wrinkles are getting cut. <laughs> after like just make 18 them years or again. something, they, you have to take them out and put in new ones. Ugh. After how long? To, like, I don't know, 20, 18 years, 15. Ugh. I don't know. Up to you, I guess, but... Yikes. Maintenance. I know, exactly. <laughs> What's that? Exactly. I'm going into the shop for my boobs. Yeah, so. oh, got to get an upgrade. <laughs> so Oil change. As somebody yeah. that looks old and wrinkled at... 24. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're 40, are you gonna consider you know getting a facelift to getting a face to get get rid, get, get rid of some of that some of those wrinkles? Or? I don't think so. No, no? cheeky bastard. <laughs> 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 I'm still gonna look 20, so it's yeah. gonna be okay. no, that's true. Still gonna be able to grow. No, beard, I've though. seen my relatives <laughs> age. I'll I'll do so gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Adrian's looking wrinkly. He looks a lot older than he is, but mm. he's not looking wrinkled. I feel like it's Thank the beard. You. It's Thank the beard. You. It is mostly the beard. It is, yeah. yeah. It's 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100%. Yeah. Like, when he what? shaves, I'm like, you need to grow that back. Yeah. The I can't handle this. When I do shave, it grows back after like a day. Yeah. Oh, so like, why yeah. even bother? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, if, now, if I could get plastic surgery to like, grow me a beard, maybe <laughs> I'd consider it. Just hair implants, eh? Could you get like, reverse laser surgery? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hair implants. Like, in, yeah, you can get hair implants. But I don't see it on your face. Yeah, I think that'd be. I'm sure somebody would do it. It just wouldn't look good. Yeah. It would probably be bad because I mean, where do they get the head from? Yeah. That's that a question. back of your head or like pubes? I've heard. But yeah, I don't that's think a pubes different look kind of hair. But that looks. Oh, not on your face. No. Though. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. So yeah, beard implant. You'd have to get it from your pubes. Yeah. But wouldn't you get like pube cancer? You remove the lasers and shit, cutting your skin out? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, like girls get laser hair removal and stuff, too. Oh, that's true. But, I mean, who knows? In 10 years, they're going to be like, wow, everybody that had laser hair removal now is has die. tube cancer. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're all dying. So. They've all got skin cancer in their sensitive yeah. areas. Yeah. But I haven't been suntanning, I swear. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen a good nose job? Yeah. 
I don't yeah, know. Really? Yeah. One of my, or I guess my cousin's now ex got one four or five years ago. It was really, really well done. So it went yeah. from like, like her nose got better? Yeah, well, his nose was oh, sorry. fairly big and was, went to normal size and Couldn't tell. fit his face. Like there was nothing wrong with it. Where'd he get it done? Huh. I couldn't tell you. But like, not in Winnipeg? In Winnipeg, oh, I okay. think, yeah. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I guess if I'd seen a good nose job, I probably wouldn't have known. Yeah, that's probably. But it was a good it. nose job. I guess. Yeah, because I don't think I don't know anybody that's had one. No, I've never noticed one. I feel like the people I've seen had it like, either you don't notice it at all, so then has like, what's the point? Like, why did you just spend seven grand on something that you can't tell that your nose? Yeah, but you is don't better? want people to notice it. No, but it's like yeah. a girl that I work with every day, and then she comes back. I I had my nose job, and it's like, well, it doesn't look any different. So it's like your nose couldn't have been that bad before, right? Yeah, or well, I guess that's the thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, or, you still like ugly as. Fuck. Or there's yeah. this one girl, like, she had, like, a unique nose, I would say, like, not classically a normal-looking nose, but I think that it, like, it made her face look cute, and, like, she was pretty, like, super gorgeous, also had fake boobs, so maybe that's part of it. Got a nose <laughs> job, and now, now it's just like, well, now you look weird, kind of, because you already have fake boobs, you know, the blonde hair, tanned, and then now your nose, you know, it just... And maybe, like, if you saw her, you wouldn't be able to tell she has a nose job because you never yeah. knew her before. But just because I knew her before, I'm like, your face looks different. Like, you, you just, like, your face looks different. Yeah. And like, it's not as pretty. I guess that's the thing. Like, do you do you get the do you get the nose job, like, just for personal reasons? Or do you actually want to look different? Like, do you think that your nose is bad and now it looks good? Because in that case, all your friends and everyone who knows you is going to notice and they're going to think it's weird. But anybody who doesn't know you, meets you for the first time, hopefully they get a better first impression. I yeah. guess. That's fair. Yeah, no, I guess that's a good point. I mean, and what I found out is that, have you ever heard of, like, a deviated septum? What is that? It's in your nose. It's, like, I don't know, it's something that, like, I think you're born with it and it's messed up and then you just have a surgery to get it fixed. Like, it's a breathing problem. It's something in your nose. It's, like, the septum huh. in your nose. I don't know. I'm not actually sure. But I've heard people, like, oh, what, de- deviated septum get... They, that, sometimes that's a line about people who do coke and they're like, oh, no, I just have a deviated septum. It's, like, because you do a bunch of coke. I don't know. It's a, it's like a, okay. an issue okay. with your nose. That's the joke vocabulary. So, but it's a it's like a it, you have to go to a plastic surgeon to get it fixed, and that yeah. and that's covered by mental health because it's right. a health thing. Um, so there's this girl I'm talking about that had the nose job. She went got her deviated septum fixed. So then she posts you know Instagram pictures like black eyes bandages, being like, oh I got my deviated septum surgery, and I'm kind of like. That was like a cover yeah. up for a nose job, but whatever. And then and then she kept being like, oh, finally, like I feel better. And I'm like, your face is different. Like, <laughs> look at pictures a month ago, whatever. And then I found out from someone else. Yeah, apparently you go off your deviated septum, you meet your plastic surgeon, who's probably the same guy being like, go go double D, triple D, yeah. tits, whatever. He's like, tits, tits, hey, tits. I know I know that I'm doing a deviated septum surgery. So you know, while I'm in there, do you want me to do a nose job too? Shave a little off so, here. So they do it. So they, they actually, everybody that gets a deviated septum surgery, they offer them like, hey, by the way. We're in, we're, we're in here. We can do this. Yeah. Like you're going to be bandaged up regardless. Yeah, you're going to have yeah. a bunch of bl- bruises, so it's like perfect. Yeah, I don't, but the thing is, I don't even know if they charge them for it because it's like, oh, well, just charge them out of health. I don't know. I don't know if it's under the table. But I know two people that have had this done now. Huh. I'm sure they charge for it. It's probably extra, but it's like less than if you just got a nose job, right? Of course, yeah. So, so yeah, this girl, and then this girl, so everybody's kind of, I guess people were saying, like, what's with your face and stuff? She's, so she's, like, a huge social media person, and she's, like, she's, like, hey, everybody, uh, so, I don't know, everybody's saying I look different. Can any, do, I don't know why, like, what do you, what's different about me exactly? Can you tell me? And then I find out later that, yeah, she got a nose job, and she obviously knew she, she got a nose job, so she's just, like, you know, seeing, fishing, yeah. fishing for compliments and seeing if other people notice, and I'm, like, you look weird now. Wow. <laughs> 
But, you know, maybe that was Michael Jackson's excuse to, like, oh, I never deviated something. So I <laughs> I think the thing him. is, like, I don't really care if people want to get plastic surgery. That's fine. It's a free country. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't know if you change one thing, when do you stop? You get addicted to it. Yeah. Like, would you get, I mean, I'm sure some people do. Yeah. But it does seem like once you've done one thing, then it's like, oh, that went well. What else yeah. can I do? Like, yeah. It's good. yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like at some point, tattoos. something's going to go wrong. Like, at so, some point, you're going to end up with your ass down by your knees. <laughs> In your calf. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Apparently. No, but, you know, you start, oh, boob job. Oh, I'll get my nose changed. Yeah. You know, bum job. Yeah. To me, it's, <laughs> it's just like you have to spend all this time. Like, if, it's, if you're getting it done for medical reasons, that's obviously different. Yeah. But... It, to me, it's like, I couldn't, I don't know if I could go through with the, I don't know, embarrass, if embarrassment is the right word, but like, even a just inconvenience of having your face all bandaged up for a long okay, time. Okay, so if it's, okay, nose job, how long do you, are you in bandages for? Uh, like, I would say like... A week? A week probably that you can't work, and then probably like two weeks that you still look you still kind need, of bruised, yeah. but you could probably work and stuff. Yeah. But with mm. a boob job under the muscle, I think that you have to take two months off holy shit and you can't yeah. lift anything above your head for a year well, well you're not supposed to because the, the boobs settle like they settle over a year so if you do this a lot like if you're like a waitress oh. you're doing this a lot or carrying heavy stuff above your head or whatever i guess it can just like shift it especially if you're always doing like this so that's why one boob is bigger than the other. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess that's my whole thing with plastic surgery like i would totally get like you know one thing like okay you know if i'm old and you get that like neck stuff that old, old ladies <laughs> get or whatever guys get a dupe but i don't think guys care i would totally get that shit like taken care of right or or whatever but i think neck next like pinned back yeah <laughs> stretching yeah but you know like people who get it when they're so young and then like they just do more and more and then they just start looking so fake and it's kind of like eh. You see some people that have obviously had a lot of plastic surgery in their life and they don't look good no. once they start, you know. But I mean, like, we 10, had this conversation the after Joan Rivers died, and you're and you like, I did not realize she was, what, 80 something? Yeah. And you like, you, you like, you look at her and you go, yeah, she's had a lot of plastic surgery, but you think she's in her 60s, maybe, maybe yeah. early 70s. But I yeah. think it's probably one of those things that requires a lot of maintenance. Yeah. You know, probably. You know, you, you get a nose, you, maybe if you get your nose fixed when you're 25, probably going to need somebody to look at it again at some point down the road. Yeah. You know, the yeah. neck thing, whatever. Well, and some of those are like, I, I mean, I don't know about noses. I, I would imagine that certain certain operations probably require less maintenance. Or yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, your, your nose sure. isn't like, there's not muscles in it really. It's not like a high traffic area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, has, no. o- has Owen Wilson got his nose fixed yet? Like, <laughs> if he hasn't, why hey, is anybody yeah. And that's the thing. I think like certain noses can be like a character nose. Well, like, his is a character mm-hmm. nose. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's like you know, if you got it fixed, you wouldn't look. You wouldn't be the same, right? Yeah. He wouldn't be Owen Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that I think that goes for a lot of male celebrities that they have kind of character noses. I mean, look at Adrian Brody. Like, would he be the yeah, same with that nose? That's, that's true. killer. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the whole cast of the Darjeeling Limited. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but question about Joan Rivers. So, okay, so imagine, so her, we all know she's had tons of plastic surgery, obviously, but imagine if her nose would never had anything done to it. She wouldn't look as plastic, right? Yeah. Because, like, if you just looked at her eyes and her face, like, obviously she's had facelifts, Botox, tanning, hair dye, hair, whatever, like, probably, like, whatever, and everything you can get into your skin, like, lip, like, cheap cheek, lips, but if her nose was just whatever nose she grew old with and, like, I think that that, like, it, like, and that goes for lots of celebrities that get nose jobs or people that get nose jobs. I feel like the rest of it, you can kind of, like, 
okay, like, oh, her face doesn't move quite as much as it should, but I don't know. I feel like the nose is just, like, immediately, like, you're like, that's not real. Well, I think because when you're doing, like, the the face lifts and stuff, you're really just changing where the skin and fat and Mm -hmm. everything is. Whereas a nose job, you must actually be changing some physical structure of of the nose. Which is then not natural to your face. Right. Yeah, because essentially you're just tightening the skin on your like current face or you're getting like fat <laughs> like that, injections like, like you're yeah. getting like injections into your cheeks to make them bigger yeah and, and that's where i i find the ones that really disturb me oftentimes are the um the collagen lips oh the collagen lips oh yes God. that's number one followed closely by some overdone like cheek oh like really yeah yeah and that joan rivers had that pretty bad it was like it yeah. almost looked like like she had a cold or something like she kind of had like this, like she just like, got punched in both eyes yeah like swollen <laughs> yeah. Uh, little pie cheekbones yeah. yeah well usher's mom died on the plastic surgery table wow. and that's the other that. thing too like i wouldn't it's that, surgery it's still I, it's, surgery. It's surgery and at the end of the day i mean you know for all of the wonders of modern medicine surgery is still risky yeah you know it's risky if you're doing it for cosmetic reasons and it's risky doing it to fix like cancer and plastic surgeons are like the rock stars of the surgeon world so i'm assuming that they they go to all the fucking cool parties and they know all the celebrities and they probably aren't like you know the uh testicular surgeons you know who are a little bit more serious so maybe you're saying that the plastic surgeons might be suffering a bad hangover when they're doing that's what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) or they're high on something i don't know but they are (laughs) rock stars and they're making money and they're rolling in it they love it I mean, Let's all, get this all, yeah, yeah. Most, I mean, all surgeons, I think, have a bit of an ego problem. Let's but make some boobs. Let's make boobs. Boobs. Yeah. I don't know. How does one become a plastic surgeon? Like, what? It's like, what, like what, where, where, where do you just decide, like, I'm going to medical school, but I'm going to be a plastic surgeon? Like, I, I... You probably aren't a plastic surgeon right off the hall. You probably do, no. like, regular surgery. It's a special. You have to yeah, be a specialist. specialty, yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, how do you, like, as, as a young kid trying to decide your career, decide you want to be a plastic I, surgeon? I really Boobs. don't think that that That's happens. how you decide. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the money and the hours, too. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like it probably ends up being people who are already in the, like, who think they're going to be, like, a family doctor or whatever, a general, like, a GP. Yeah. And they're, they're in med school, and then they realize, like... Man, hang on a minute. Hang There's on. There's a lot of money in tits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like plastic surgery. Like I, they, I, I they work still less. To, yeah. I have to do less school. <laughs> I have my own clinic. Yeah. I don't deal yeah. with kids. Yeah. But like <laughs> they still have Generally. to go through like the residency and stuff that yeah. all, all doctors would have yeah. to do. So Yeah. So I, th- I think you, you pretty much have to have like that that propensity to or that, that predisposition to want to be a doctor but then something has to switch well, that, that, that's what i'm saying like where does that when does that switch happen like it's <laughs> but also with plastic surgery it's not all like superficial or whatever because like if you no, get right. if you if someone has is like a burn victim that's yeah oh surgery, yeah, right? yeah and i'm not i'm not saying that that's why they, i'm sure that i'm getting into it be, to be like i want to save the burn victims that's probably not why they yeah. do it right no and, and you have and you have to be honest like the fact that we keep pushing plastic surgery for the people that aren't burn victims helps when it comes to burn victims because we've already pushed the limits of what we yeah. can do. Yeah. So it does improve on the research and all that. That's For very sure. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the oh, research is done, the practice is there. Yeah. Or yeah, like exactly. big scars and stuff too. Well, I guess plastic yeah. surgery causes scars, but yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's probably a lot to do with like the money and the freedom, but it's just like you still have to specialize. And also, like if you specialize to be, um, I don't know, like a, some other type of, sur- like a heart surgeon, I mean, that's pretty crazy to do, but you're probably dealing with so many more life and death situations, whereas yeah. as a plastic surgeon, you're probably dealing with, yeah. like, way less death. Yeah. Like, yeah, way more true. just yeah. people who are being, like, 
Let, tell me what you can do to make me better. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to become prettier. Yeah, and like even though it might be superficial, like it's, people are leaving your office being like, "Thank you." <laughs> it's probably a less stress. Way less stress, like, probably. You know, I wonder that about a lot of surgeons and medical specialists, though, is what made them want to choose that specialty because, like, for instance, my cousin is a urologist, so he deals with yes. entirely penises. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his whole job. Just dicks. And his wife. Is Dick's a female urologist. Days. He married a urologist. They are both urologists. Freud would have something to say about that. And <laughs> it's like, the, like it's just why, why would you want to do that? And if you ever ask him, it's kind of like he doesn't have an answer. And my dad, being a ridiculous human being that he is, um, he had to have like <laughs> sensitive surgery of some kind at one point, and he asks this doctor, like, "What made you want to get into?" Into that, you know, on the while on the table. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. While he's probably sedating yeah. a little bit. While he's on the, but yeah, yeah he's, he's there and he's like, he's getting whatever he's he's under or he's not under, but he's uh, he's there. on the yeah. he's on the table, uh, face down, and he's like, so uh, what's uh, what what made you want to you know pursue this mm-hmm. field of medicine? Yeah. And the guy was like. Do you really want to ask me that right now? <laughs> I'd be like, fair point taken. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to know the answer now. <laughs> Didn't want to answer. But I feel like you could say the same for a lot of professions. Yeah, well, for sure. You know, like somebody who works, who's like some technician at a sewage plant. Yeah. yeah. Working at a daycare. Work, working at, yeah. <laughs> a gynecologist or owning my yeah. actually I think gynecologist wouldn't be that bad no because because <laughs> I for, think they're bad <laughs> because, yeah. no, because <laughs> you're gonna see all the gross ones yeah it's not like just all like yeah, yeah it's not just all my friends going there might there, there might be a moment in time when you're where you're like yeah that'd be a like that's a good idea and, and then, then you then the logic would keep processing and yeah. you'd be like hold on a sec you know what though I bet you yeah. it's like at some point in their schooling or at some point in their profession someone gives them a sheet that says hey Here's the need in Canada. Here's all the different doctors. Here's what you get paid. Yeah. And here's the chances. And here's the cities and places that hire these doctors. Like, yeah. So it's kind of probably being like, well, you know, I don't really mind looking at vaginas all day. And Regina needs a bunch of gynecologists. So I love Regina. So let's go. You know, I'm going to do it. You know, it's probably gynecologist those things. I, would, I would take that as a sign if I saw a gynecologist and Regina. You're like, oh, the stars have aligned. So like, Man, can you imagine that business card? Yeah, no kidding. No, my, my girlfriend actually just became a, like, she just did her, like, medical school. So she's just a GP or whatever. But she had to, she has to do a residency at the hospital and all that. Like, all I think of is, like, Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, that's insane. It's real. Um, so, so she went to Vancouver because that's where her, her fiance now is doing his doctorate in psychology or whatever. Not a real doctor. No. <laughs> but anyway, so she's a doctor doing a residency and I'm like, wow, you must get paid so much that like, you're on Vancouver. She's like, actually, no, we get paid like the same as if you're doing your residency in Winnipeg, but really it's less because the cost of living is so much more. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. good yeah. point. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you go to Winnipeg, you're raking it in with your eight hundred dollar a month apartment. There she's paying like two grand, you know, yeah, so totally. Okay, yeah. this guy had his dick cut off in an accident. Cut off. Horrible accident, dick cut off. Bowls too? No. How how do you cut off both? I assume well, he's I don't like know. if you well, like had them. Just I like feel shaves like, it like I that. think the only possible way for that is to be walking around with a raging erection and get yourself into a I think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy, like, I don't know what happened. Dick 
Well, I don't feel like it got cut off, but it was like so mangled. Well, like half of it or something. Yeah. yeah. And they cut off his ring finger because he's like, I want a dick. Like, I can't be a man without a dick, whatever. So they cut off his ring finger and then they, made, they made that into his dick. But dicks don't have bones. That does. What? Well, let's go get erect somehow now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, Let me just pull up my ring finger here. Yeah. And it's like, then he, then he goes to get married. He's like, you may marry the husband. And then they have to put it on his wiener. <laughs> That's what I heard. No, I'm just kidding. I, thought, I made the last part up. <laughs> but. What? That yeah. makes so well, little you sense. You do it and then you add, not, add skin. But like, I didn't realize that there would be a bone in it. Like. They kind of yeah. reconstruct that whole... Maybe it's an old wives' tale. I think it might be. An old wives' tale about plastic surgery. Have it, do any of your <laughs> friends have horror stories about cock dick pumps? No. 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 I didn't even, and if they did, I don't think they would tell me. I worked me. in a sex shop and I didn't even hear any, so... I know a guy that true. had to go to the hospital because he over-pumped it. There is massive warnings on all the boxes, that's for sure. Yeah. And I, I will say... Like, why would you take the risk? Because his girlfriend was like... Oh, yeah, the guy that I hooked up with in high school when he was 16 had a bigger dick than my boyfriend did. And then, like, it got back to him, and he's like, oh, my God, my dick must be so small. And it, like, it wasn't that small, but he just was self-conscious. So I guess that's what happened, and he went to the hospital, and he's like, hey, doctor. Hey, Mr. Doctor. Like, the you know urologist what? is probably like, God, not this again. It's, it's, <laughs> you know what? It's the urologists, and, man, like, I've heard stories, and people do crazy shit, like... Getting, you can break it, right? Well, I yeah, and you, I mean, and like people just put things on there, like <laughs> plumbing clamps, and then what? they can't get them off. That's a pretty common one. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? Once a month. Well, I had plumbing <laughs> clamps on earlier today, so okay, yeah. but I but dick pumps don't actually work, do they? I don't know, but we sell what we sold like ten different brands of it at the store, and people bought them all the time. I feel I feel like. They work, but temporarily, like, they don't actually make it bigger for, for always. Like, they probably, like, make it swell because it's, say, like, like I think not it's supposed swell. to Well, it's not, <laughs> it, it, you could probably do it with your boobs, too. Like, do that, and then you'd be all swollen, but then they go back down, so. You could do that with your cheeks. <laughs> really, any like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Butt pump, whatever. So if you need cheap plastic surgery, go to a sex shop and buy a pump. Okay, if <laughs> you had to tell use. me, describe the average guy that buys a dick pump. The, but well, he doesn't know how big their dick is. No, but I mean, like, what what type of person are they? Vastly different from really? purchase to purchase. <laughs> Young, old, small, large, white, dark. Like. Oh yeah, so just all all just self conscious yeah. probably yeah. in general. That's there. But I don't know. I I I don't see the reason to buy one, so I don't know why. I, I can't imagine it working. I feel bad for guys though because it's like, I can't imagine it working. At least n- no more than temporarily. No. Yeah. Well, because and girl, then like, why would you bother with the danger of fucking ripping <laughs> shit yeah. or whatever? Girls can get their boobs done. Girls can even get their vaginas like if they have a weird something down there, they can get it plastic yeah, surgerized. They, like, <laughs> they can get stuff cut off or added or whatever. But guys can't. I think the plastic surgery on dicks isn't very like common, or I don't think they do it. I don't think it's very safe. I mean, that's like what? A, could, how? How do you even add it? Right? Yeah, like, right. Because it's not like it's like. Just, do you just build an extra section? Like, could you just, just add girth, maybe? <laughs> like, so I feel bad because it's like if a guy's born with like a genuinely very lower than average package, that would haunt him for his whole life. And and, and then the stigma on guys against plastic surgery is so much different than girls. So it's like. Yeah. Who do you even talk to about it? Like, is yeah. there, like, small, dank support groups? Well, I, like, I would imagine I, I'm going to assume they're probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's support groups for everything. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I really think the, probably the only plastic surgery that is common it would probably be circumcision. 
Which isn't really which plastic I guess, surgery, unless like, if you're going back as an adult, maybe. But Oh, yeah. I know someone that did that. What? Adult plastic, or adult circumcision. And you know what? Is that it, a thing? It, it not only is it a thing, but oh, this a fucking there's thing. a, there's a, like, I know people who have not been circumcised and then have had issues and then it's like, it's a medically mandated adult circumcision because, oh, like, cause there's, what's going on? yeah, like it's, it increases your risk of infection, like drastically mm. not being circumcised, right? Like if, it, if that happens, you know, there's a reason why, Back why in the day. circumcision is a... I thought that the the risk of infection thing was a kind of a myth. No, it well, it's you happened. You have to be cleanly. It's happened. I mean, I don't know how or why. I wasn't the one who it happened to, obviously. <laughs> I think, like, also, like, I guess it's like anything else, the amount of skin there is different on every guy. Because I've... Yeah, that's true. Because you see some that are like, wow, you can really tell that he was not circumcised. And some guys, it's like, oh, maybe you can't tell as much. Like, the ten, depending how it looks. They don't all look like anteaters, you know? What I'm, trying to get at. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is, I, I don't think I have, a, I don't have a preference, but I know that, I know one family where the parents decided to circumcise one boy and not the other boy, like the two brothers or whatever, and so the, the one, one boy without it grew up and was like, what the hell, mom, like, you could have done it when I was a baby and I wouldn't have to think about it and now I have to go to a surgery and get it, and he got it done, and I think it went fine, but. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> yeah, it's just, sometimes it has to get done. Just cut it off. Yeah. Cut off the no, just... do they, Are they like, do you want to keep your foreskin after? Oh. <laughs> you know what? They probably do ask that. They yeah. don't. There is no way they're going to ask you if you can keep... Are you yeah, telling me you don't Google have your Google foreskin Santa. tucked away somewhere yeah. right now? <laughs> <laughs> I wear it around my neck on a chain. Oh. <laughs> well, they do it with like... Well, actually, if they cut it off like really... Ne- they cut it off really yeah. neatly, wouldn't it make like a ring? No, uh, I think there would still be like a... <laughs> I would think probably dry it out. Fortune cookie. Just be alright. This is gonna be one chop. It's coming off because you want the ring. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'm in pain thinking about this. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) What's that? I said I'm in pain thinking about this. Mm -hmm. Do you know what? After girls have babies, the doctor says, "Do you want an extra stitch down there?" Like, you know, like, because, you know, baby comes out, fucking vagina ripped wide open. Mm-hmm. Like, clit to asshole, wide open. Well, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. And some girls, some girls, it's like, actually, they do have to cut them because yeah. it's just like however your body is, right? Yeah. And <laughs> Adrian's just like, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, my girlfriend who had a baby when she was like 22 or whatever, it's all MILF, and she had the baby, and they're like, yeah, do you want an extra stitch? She's like, Hell yeah. <laughs> so, like, even if they, like, so they stitch up the normal part, and then if, like, even if, okay, let's say women in their 30s, let's say have a kid, so then their vaginas are already, like, slightly deteriorated compared to when they're 20. <laughs> to them, they probably think that, I don't know. I would think that. So then, so they say, yeah, do you want an extra stitch, like, past what's surgically necessary, like, do an extra one, and then your vagina is magically useful again, so. I'm like, and that's so easy, though, compared to what guys need on there, but then... Girls have to do a lot of shit that yeah. guys don't have to do yeah. in regular yeah. everyday life. So and like and just like knowing what people get done in plastic surgery, there probably are plastic surgeons who offer some version of like a, at your own risk, like dick, dick enhancement. enhancement. Yeah, but you know what? Like think of all think the things about, that could go wrong. Think if it went wrong, and like, like is it gonna fall off? And what? And is there any possible way to do it without like 
doing either permanent nerve damage or like yeah, totally ruining Yeah, you feel it, things, like the top right? half, we yeah. feel it anymore. Yeah, like what, how do you... You'd be like, yeah, it's huge. It, looked, it looks better. It looks better, but it doesn't feel better. I don't no, feel right, anything yeah. now. Yeah. Even if I sit on my left hand. Well, there's a documentary on Netflix called Un- Unhung Hero. And if you really want to know about all the options for uh, dick enhancement, I guess this guy apparently proposed to his girlfriend like at a stadium, which is like the dumbest thing you could ever do. Yeah. And she said no. She Especially if you don't know if she's going to say yes. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. already talked about the wedding. So anyway, she said no, ran away. So it was this big, like, viral YouTube video. But then this is like a behind-the-scenes documentary on, like, the guy. And I'm sure he, like, probably crowdsourced it or whatever. <laughs> like, crowdfunded it. And then, uh, so it's about, so he's like, hey, like, why did you say no? Like, I thought we were in love. Like, we get along so well. And then she's like, honestly, it's because your dick's too small. Like, I can't marry you because your dick is just too small. And then he's like, what? And then, you know, like the whole movie. And then movie he's is, like, I should pick a documentary about And then this. he did. And he literally went around the world. Like, and every so often he's measuring his dick, measuring his dick. And it's like, it was like just over two inches or something. And he even Erect? went to check. Uh, yes. I think that was like the hard part about it. The hard part about it. Anyway, so he even, he even went to China. Wow. He even went to China where it's like statistically average, aver- on average, they're shorter and they're also their dicks are smaller on average. So like Trojan factories there have to manufacture a different size of condom. That, that's part of the documentary. I'm not like just making this up and being whatever, but, and even at, in the, at the age, Asian Trojan factory, the guy's like, yeah, you know, you'd probably be our, like, smaller size. Like, basically say, like, you're smaller than the average consumer of our Trojan condoms. So, like... He, in China. In China yeah. or wherever, right? So, yeah. it's like, he, he was like, I actually do. And he, he tried pills that say, like, yeah, your dick, your dick will grow. And he's like, my dick didn't grow because he's measuring it every week or whatever. And he tries all this stuff. So, I, I assume in the documentary they go into... I haven't watched it. My girlfriend told me about it. The one who's getting a boob job. So, she's all into that stuff. <laughs> she did her research across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watched a lot of Netflix documentaries. Nice. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I feel horrible after this yeah, whole conversation. So. Alright, Adrian, well, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Adrian Trimble on Twitter and also at Adrian Trimble on Instagram, where I usually post pictures of my food. I thought you were going to say a few dicks. I was going to say No, you can add me on Snapchat as well if you want. <laughs> yeah. That's where my dick fits are. What is it? You're on Snapchat? I'm not getting those. I'm a select. You can find me on the internet at LJTeason on um, Twitter and Instagram as well. And I think I and I don't want to send you dick pics on Snapchat, so don't bother. You can find me on Twitter at Tay Leslie Cole or on Instagram at Tay Leslie, but mine's private, so it's full of boob pics. So obviously, yeah. (laughs) I don't have a select followers, but I'm only allowed to look at it. So like five million, so it's fine. (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at Senquist, and you can also follow PubChat Podcast on Twitter at PubChat Podcast. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Repping. And uh, is there a website for for uh, PubChat? There is. Adrian, what's the website? It is. (laughs) Pubchatpodcast.com. <laughs> How uh, convenient. Yeah, yeah, very convenient. Very convenient. And logical. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show, Taylor. Oh, yeah. No problem. A resident. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show, Jacob. Yeah. Apparently. Always a pleasure. Adrian, thanks for being on the show. I you know what? I feel left out. I did feel a little bit left yeah. out, but I'm glad that you came. Thank you, Colin. Yeah. For <laughs> and thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Pubchat. <laughs> See ya.